When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jeff Howe's Longhorn Notebook. A Longhorn Notebook brought to you by Aaron Bowersock, your home loan expert, your Longhorn lender. Check her out on the web at bowersockteam.com. Jeffrey joins us now from across town, and I'm so glad we got the uh, mystery of Jabari Rice's shoes uh, solved uh, so folks can take you know a lot of uh, the relief in that, knowing that he did it simply because his LeBron's made his feet hurt you know a lot of guys don't think about that kind of stuff uh you, you know when, when the, the, the layman of us they go oh, that's a brand new pair of sneakers brand new pair of sneakers but i've had rob lazar the equipment manager tell me i've had athletic trainers tell me you know with regard to orthotics and a lot of these guys the, the shoes you know all shoes are are not created equal and they're and they're not all alike some are different and some just feel different on feet i think we've all felt that with certain kinds of shoes but for guys whose feet are so important to their success on the floor, it's a big thing. So at least we know that about uh, Jabari. He's going back to the to to uh, the multicolored, right? Is, it, yeah, is that right? Got to have them things broken in, Craig. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True enough. Um, okay. What do you have for us during the uh, – you have something else that you were going to get to us uh, during this hour of the notebook, correct? Yeah. You know, actually, this was for the uh, flex segment, so I caught up with Dylan DeSue in the locker room. And, uh, Cam, is this, this going to be a one cut or two? Cam, I should ask you this before we got back on. But. The flex one is by itself. The brother is a separate one. Okay. So I, okay. I, I misunderstood. Just, I knew about the brother both, thing. Yeah. I didn't know about the flex one. Okay, so that's good. Got a little crossover here from flex to notebook. Go ahead. Yeah, we'll just do it right here. I caught up with Dylan DeSue, just asked him to uh, – Share his, uh, you know, any kind of memory, his favorite memory from Hendrickson. Give a shout out to his alma mater, and also ask him about uh, his his brother Aiden, who's a, a prospect at uh, at Hayes. Dealt with some injury issues, but had a pretty good year for the Hawks. So uh, yeah, caught up with Dylan to see yesterday about both those things. Well, shout out to Hendrickson first of all. You know, love love the Hawks. Um, I think probably one of my best memories at Hendrickson was uh, my junior year. Uh, we had we my freshman year that team wasn't very good. I was um, between varsity and freshman. Uh, we didn't win too many games, um, but those guys really laid the foundation for what was to come. My sophomore year, we finished second in district to Pflugerville. Really heartbreaking. We lost another district championship game last game of the season. Um, but my junior year, we actually played Pflugerville again for the district championship um, at the end of the season at, at, at our house, and we actually got that done. So that's probably one of my best memories, just um, kind of turning Henderson basketball around and um, making it somewhere where, you know, guys expect to win and not hope to win. Yeah, so that was him talking about getting the Henderson program right, and then again, uh, I asked him about his brother Aiden, and uh, we kind of got into uh, it, it, it gradually, as you can, as you know, Craig, growing up with brothers, and I grew up with brothers that uh, – it turned from from praising the sibling and to talking about a little bit of a sibling rivalry. 
Yeah, I mean, it's great. I mean, he's been hurt a little bit uh, the last the last couple months or the, the months before the season, so that was hard because, you know, I've been through that, and I, I don't want him to have to go through that. So it's been great to be able to see him healthy and playing well. Um, but, you know, he's still not better than me yet, so maybe one day. When's the last time y'all played one-on-one? I don't think we've ever really played one-on-one for real. Uh, I don't get to see him too often, but um, he would not beat me. I will tell you that. He will not beat me. I'm guessing he could, he could not stop the push. No, no, of course not. But no, no, it wouldn't be too many push shots. It'd be a lot of dunks. So there you go. It's a little, uh, little sibling rivalry right there. But no, like I said in the first hour, Craig, this is a team that's relaxed. Uh, they're loose, and you know, talking about the uh, the matchup with Xavier tonight. The, the other thing I was looking at, Craig. You know, when I I look at teams, you know, I know I sound like a broken record, but when I look at teams that can give Texas problems. Uh, the two things I really go to, man, how are you at getting to the foul line? Can you get free throw differential in your favor? Uh, because we've seen that kind of get wonky for Texas. And how are you on the glass? Xavier's uh, a top 25 team in the country in rebounding margin. They're plus five and a half per game on the year, uh, but not a great offensive rebounding team. You know, they're, they average about, you know, right around 10 offensive rebounds a game. Uh, they're a really good defensive rebounding team. So, Texas on the offensive glass tonight. Can you just not get overwhelmed? Uh, can you hold your own on the glass? And then when you look at, uh, you start looking at free throws, Xavier's a top 100 team in the country. They're averaging almost 20 free throws per game. So keep an eye on the foul situation tonight for Texas, especially anytime you're dealing with a seven-footer uh, and you've got a guy in Hunter who's been really good for them at times. Uh, you know, anytime you're dealing with a, a kind of a size disadvantage, you always worry about DeSue and Bishop uh, and even Timmy Allen, Timmy Smith, Brock Cunningham getting in foul trouble, letting those fouls run up. So those two statistical areas, Craig, that I always track, I think those are pivotal tonight. I don't think Texas necessarily has to win them, but you can't lose either one in a landslide or you'll probably find yourself late in the game in the second half trying to stave off some trouble. Yeah, yeah, uh, it, at least uh, hold your own in that department and, and don't have a big slide on yep. that, no doubt about that. Um, Jeff, there's a big baseball series uh, this weekend between the Longhorns and the Red Raiders. Uh, big 12 Conference opening series for Texas. Texas Tech has won, uh, won two or three at home against uh, Oklahoma State last weekend, so they've kind of gotten a jump on things. And, and really and truly, um, home field kind of bared its teeth last weekend. Baylor had been struggling, but the Bears took two out of three against Kansas State. And Oklahoma took two out of three from TCU and knocked TCU from the national rankings. And and then, of course, uh, Texas Tech beating Oklahoma State. So those are things, and we've talked about uh, protecting the home field and all of that. I, I should let you know, I don't know you, if you have seen this or heard this yet, but um, – Word is kind of filtering down that one of the Red Raiders' best relievers, their junior right-hander, Brandon Beckel, will not be available this weekend, that he, in fact, received a four-game suspension. Uh, The dugouts were worn last Sunday. He was down in the bullpen warming up and then uh, pointed at a hitter and told him to sit down after he struck him out. And it was an NCA rule, and – uh, after he was ejected, and he's not available for the for the weekend series. In fact, it was a a, uh, a four game suspension. Wow. Now, he, now he's not their closer, 
Um, but but Tim Tadlock's used a lot of different guys, and he is one of their better ones. He is three and zero with a 1.07 WHIP and a 0.64 ERA. So he's really really good, and they, and they can use him in closing situations. He doesn't have a he uh, he doesn't have a save this season. They've got Andrew Devine and they got some other guys as well. But that's still that's a that's a pretty significant piece missing from the Tech lineup tonight and for the weekend series apparently. Yeah, yeah, and when uh, when you're talking about a three game weekend series, you're going to get pretty deep into that bullpen. So whether whether you've got the closer tag on you or not, or the stopper as Texas will call it. Yeah, you were going to be used at some point. The thing for me, Craig, in this deal, and then look, we've seen the bats come alive for Texas in this 11 game winning streak. I really want to see how much David Pierce utilizes the short game this weekend. Because the one thing, when you look statistically, you know, playing in Danlaw Field with the wind blowing out, you know, it's, it's a typical Tim Tab like Texas Tech team. They're going to score a lot of runs, the power numbers are going to be there. But, Craig, they are number 244 nationally coming into the weekend in team fielding percent, 956 in team fielding percent. So does David Pierce utilize a short game? And those guys at the top of the lineup, towards the top of the lineup, Eric Kennedy, Dylan Campbell, your guys that, that can really do a number in the running game and put pressure on our opposing staff. Those guys getting on base is going to be pivotal. And, and I, I've got to think, you know, just knowing how – Coach Pearson naturally is just wanting to put pressure on people, wanting to try to steal bases, wanting to force the issue. Uh, you got a family if they get some of their speed guys on base, uh, the bunt game will be in play, the hit and run will be in play. So that's one thing that, that I'll be checking to see this weekend is, is if Texas can get guys on base, get their speed guys on base, and then really try to mess with whoever's on the mound for Tech and give them a lot to think about while those guys are on the base pass. There you go. All right, there's our uh... – Longhorn Notebook for this hour. Hey, I'll see you over at the arena in a little while for this thing tonight. Yeah, I'm going to try to head over there, get there for the start of uh, Houston, Miami, and then hopefully, you know, Craig, I love March basketball, but this is a one game one frame. There's no overtime, so we can get as close to that 845 as possible. <laughs> I, I, I hear you. All right. Thanks, Deb.